Hey, what's happening? This is your host Tinto, and before we get started on this weekend's episode, I'd like to give a shout out to Currently Deactivated, who got me a good number of coffees to get my year started on a good note. In your comment, there is Happy New Year Feeling Station. Thank you very much. Both you and I know that this is not the first time that you've contributed to the podcast, and so I've got nothing but love for you. If you'd like to support the podcast in a similar manner, please head over to www.buymeacoffee.com forward slash feeling station and give as your spirit leads. Remember, there's nothing that is too small to support the podcast that you've grown to love. And on top of that, got some good news for you guys. If you wanted to support the podcast by buying some of the feeling stations merch, you're not too far from that coming to you really, really soon. So keep an eye out for this space. Without out of the way, let's jump into this weekend's episode. Is that a breakup? I think we have a situation right here. On the feeling station. Hello. (laughs) What kind of hello is that? Wow. (laughs) Is it excitement? Is it is it nerves? What is it? Um, your ring was so ridiculous. <laughs> Welcome to the Feeling Station. Thank you, thank you. For those who are listening to this podcast for the first time, it touches on breakup stories that people would like to talk about with the view to give you lessons from my guest experience. And the podcast is doing great for two main reasons. One, the first being I do my best to keep my guests anonymous, which brings me to the fun part for me. And that is the name that I'm going to use for the duration of this episode. Now, I've taken you down south, right, to the lovely sunny country, Zimbabwe. And the name that I have for you is Farai. Have you got a pen and paper there? Farai, okay. Yeah, F-A-R-A-I. And that's a joyous name that really encourages people to be happy. It literally means be happy, Farai. Okay, nice. That's easy for you to remember, right? Yeah. Cool. What are you going to call the person you're talking about today? Um, dickhead. <laughs> Talk um, about going from zero to hundred real quick, huh? <laughs> okay, let's let's call him. Um, let's call him. Let's call him Jamal. Jamal. Okay, J A M A L. So this is a story about Farah and Jamal. Yeah. And the second reason why the podcast is doing great is there are real life lessons that people are going to learn from the story you will share. So. What lessons do you have for us? Um, I don't know. My story's a weird one. I would say it's mm. really important to have a support network when you're going through things. Ooh, okay. Um, I don't really have clear-cut lessons learned because yeah. there was wrong on both sides and Ooh, okay. things got quite messy. Um, but... When you're going through something and mm-hmm. you're not telling anybody, it's not good. You know, that's a, that's a really solid lesson on its own. Because I, yeah. I know I've done a couple of episodes where people have said, I didn't have a support network. And if I had that support network, I don't think I'd have gone through what I went through. Yeah. So we can easily stick to just that one lesson. And if any are drawn from the story, we can just add. Yeah. yeah right. Sure. So the lesson we're taking away there is, I'll just play that back. It's really important to have a support network when you're going through things. Mm-hmm. Right, let's get into it, Farai. Where did you meet Jamal and why did you decide this is the guy that I want to have as my boyfriend? <laughs> <laughs> why is that funny? <laughs> um, because I, I, I'll tell you why. Right, let's go. Um, it was at my house. Um, he was a, his parents were family friends. Mm-hmm. And he was like my brother's peer, so they were kind of friends. Mm-hmm. And he was um, staying with us, funny enough, for a few days. Okay. And, um, you know, I wasn't like, you know, we spoke to each other here and there, but ultimately he was hanging out with my brother, right? Yeah, yeah. So we'd have conversations in the kitchen, dining room, obviously food time, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I I didn't think of anything of it. Just, it was just that, nothing else. Mm-hmm. Um. I can't remember how long he stayed, but um, I think the day before he went, um, he decided that he was going to find a way to tell me that he liked me. (laughs) Okay. And I was not um, expecting this at all, to be honest. Mm -hmm. If anything, I was probably annoyed, like, 
Why would you have to say this? <laughs> what, what, you <laughs> what you mean you're annoyed? Why would you get annoyed about somebody telling you that they like you? Just because it's unnecessary. I don't know. Uh, okay, is, um, it be, uh, is it because at that very moment you didn't like him back? Um, I just wasn't in in that zone at all. Like, he was good company. We got on. Mm. Um, I wasn't, I think, like, at that age, all the girls wanted a boyfriend and, yeah. and all that stuff. And I just, I was just happy to just be by myself. So, so how did he actually say this to you? Okay, so this is, this is the story. Mm. So we had a two-story house, so that's, like, two flights of stairs. Mm. And um, I was going up the second flight of stairs to the bedroom and right at the top. Mm-hmm. And just before I went up, he goes, oh, I want to show you something. Mm-hmm. So he gave me his phone and it was, um, it was a phone that had like this uh, scrolling wheel on the side where you like um, scroll text messages up and down. Oh, or yeah, okay. Whatever, whatever you do. One of these Sony old phones. Yeah, yeah. So he handed it to me, to me, and all it said was, I like you, full stop, blocked. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I was scrolling down, scrolling down, thinking, okay, he's showing me a message yeah. that somebody sent him, right? Or I'm trying to find the number, yeah. like, and, and there's nothing, yeah. there's no number, it's not from anybody. <laughs> it's just from him to me on his phone. Wow. And I literally just handed the phone back to him and ran up the stairs. Really? Yeah. Your reaction was was that blasé? I was just like, no, I, I was you've, shocked. You, you've, yeah, you, you've got to tell this to me. So so you were like that. So so you clocked at some point that, oh, this is actually for me. Yeah. And then yeah. at that when point. I reali- <laughs> yeah, then I just gave it back to him and I, I just went upstairs. Um, I didn't, I was shocked. I didn't know. And then I was like, oh, my God, have I said something? Have I done something? Have I led him on? I don't know. I don't know. I was just. Um, so, uh, so, yeah. so what happened to him? Was he just stuck at the stairs after that? What? Like. Yeah. Did- I guess he <laughs> walked out. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Your laugh is making me laugh. It's not that funny. It actually is hilarious. <laughs> I can't imagine what was going through the poor man's head, right? Because, I know, I know. because look, he, he's, he's already had to summon a hell of a lot of courage. I know, you know, know. to let you know that he likes you, and yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm suspecting some of the stuff that added the difficulty in letting you know is the fact that he's your brother's friend. Yeah. So, yeah. so you already knew he was treading a fine line. Gathers yeah. enough guts to do it, and Ooh. then the response. Is somebody licking it up a flight of stairs? I mean, on reflection, I, I I do think, oh my god, it must have taken him so much courage to do that. Um, But but he he completely um caught me off guard. So so what then happened after uh, after 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 you you fled up the stairs? I mean, that's got that that must be very awkward picking that up eh, after that point. (sighs) Yeah, I mean, mm. I didn't speak to him again until the next day. Okay. The next day, he was actually going home. Okay, okay. And he yeah. lived in another city, and my dad was driving him back. Mm-hmm. And there was a wedding going on in that city, so I was going too. Um, so now I'm thinking, oh, my God, what do I wear? If I wear something really nice, he's going to think I'm trying to, <laughs> I don't know, trying to impress him. Or, <laughs> you know? This, this um, story gets funnier by the minute. <laughs> So you want to guess what I did? Oh, what what did you <laughs> Instead of wearing my fancy clothes, I put it in a bag. In, instead of wearing your, your fancy clothes, you put on a bag. No, 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 no. I put it in a bag. Okay. I put it in a bag. And then yeah, I yeah. thought, I'm going to change when I get there. Oh, yeah. Okay, okay. So I just thought, you know, I I, I don't know. Now I'm thinking if, if I look all really nice, you might think I'm trying to impress him. And that's just not what I was trying to do. Mm. Um. So we got into the car and he sat at the front. It was me, my brother, at the back. I'm trying to think, was there anybody else? Might have been one of my siblings. Yeah. And then at some point we stopped at the service station and and he smoked. So we had a cigarette. And when he came back, he didn't want to sit next to my dad because he didn't want my dad to smell smell his cigarette, you know, breath, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he sat next to me and now he's trying to communicate with me and I don't have a phone. 
Um, so he decided he was going to talk to me via his phone again. Stop! <laughs> <laughs> stop laughing. Ah, the, the, the means of communication is next level. <laughs> so, so you know what he the was thing doing? Is, the thing is, you both have mouths. Okay, you got mouths that work and they can spew words. Yeah. Yeah, but this is in the car with my dad and my brother. Well, yeah, right. He, I mean, you guys, I mean, you guys could have spoken about the grass outside and saying, "Oh, yeah, that grass is really green." That wouldn't raise any suspicions. No, but he wanted to talk to me about other things. So um, he wanted to know. Uh, I I can't remember. I think maybe he. I think he asked me, "Did I mind him saying what he did?" So what he was doing was he was typing messages on his phone, mm-hmm. sliding it under his leg and my leg, and then I was reading. <laughs> I was reading the messages in between my legs. Do you hear? Do you hear how that sounds? You were reading messages in between your legs. <laughs> this is genius. I needed this. I needed this today. I needed this today. Oh my god! No pun intended at all. This is genius. Oh Lord of mercy! Ah, jeez. So, 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 so you need to tell me something. So, so you said you. Originally, you were sitting in the front, and you were sat at the back mm-hmm. with your brother, right? Yeah. So, 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 so you've switched positions at this point. I'm assuming your brother's in the front now. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> okay. So, yeah. so now we. So this is how we commu- communicate it now. Mm. He's typing on his phone, sliding it under our legs, mm. <laughs> passing it to me. Mm. <laughs> I'm messaging him back and sliding it back <laughs> under my leg. There's a lot and of stuff happening in between your guys' legs. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's also reading the message in between his legs. <laughs> Where's the story going? <laughs> oh, did I stop? I'm not going to be able to okay, speak if you Okay, keep okay, I'll try. I'll do my best. You, you, you just stop dropping in funny stuff. Okay, yeah, yeah, okay. okay. Yeah. So mm, then he's, so mm. now he's like, um, mm-hmm. you know, did you mind? And I was just like, oh, you know, I... I just like you like a friend. I don't, you know, I'm sorry. I don't like you that way. I was just, I was so honest, <laughs> too honest. Yeah. Um, and then we were just talking and um, I can't remember what, what we were talking about. And then we got to his house. I went to the wedding. Mm-hmm. Um, and funny enough, I ended up leaving the wedding. I told my dad I want to go because um, it was basically a relative of one of my friends, mm-hmm. but this friend of mine, like our relationship was weird. Yeah. Okay. And when I got there, she, mm-hmm. I felt like she ignored me. I felt like she saw me, but pretended she didn't see me. And mm-hmm. that really upset me. Oh, right. Okay. So, um, I went to my dad and he could tell something was off. Um, and he realized that my friend didn't greet me. Oh. And then a part of me was thinking, did she not recognize me? Cause obviously I'm all, now dressed up and she's Told probably up, yeah. never seen me dressed up. Yeah, yeah. Um, so anyway, we we left and we went back to his house. Um, and at some point then I end up going upstairs and he's also got a sister that's my age. Mm-hmm. So we're all just like chilling, talking, and he's still now trying to get a chance to speak to me by myself. Mm-hmm. And um, I was just saying to him, oh, you know, this is nothing. Um it's just a crush. You'll get over it. You know, I'm not going to put myself out there for somebody that lives in a different city to me and blah, 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 blah. Obviously, I didn't say that to him. So, so, um, so was your issue with him the fact that he lived in a different city and you guys would have had a long distance relationship? Um, that, that was, I mean, I, I liked him as a friend and I thought even if this was to become anything else, it's just too far. So... No, I, did, I didn't fancy him at that point. But then if he asked me out and all of that stuff, it's not going to be easy because I can't meet with him easily and go on a date or whatever. Okay, so so, so let's just assume, right? This mm-hmm. is just an assumption. If we assume he, he lived in the same city as you did and you'd be able yeah. to, to, to see him regularly, yeah. would you have been attracted to him on that basis? No, I think I would have just been more open to going on a date with him. So is he not a good-looking guy? 
He was. Ah, so his he looks. Was. So his looks weren't enough for you to to be like, oh yeah, you know, you 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 kind of you know kind of good looking. It, I don't know what it was. Mm. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it's just the fact that he's a family friend. He's my brother's friend. Right. Um, I mean, I thought I didn't fancy him at that stage. Okay. Um. And anyway, so I was just saying to Ma, you know, it's nothing. You, I, I don't even know. You know, this is probably just a crush. And he's like, no, no, I know. I can feel it. <clears throat> it's like, no, I can feel it. Um, and then he tells me some other stuff. Um, and then, yeah, I can't remember how that conversation ended. I mm-hmm. obviously went home at some point. So my mm-hmm. dad drove me back home. And I didn't have a phone. So he would, like, call me on my sister's phone. And we would just talk, talk, you know, talk as friends. And at some point, I really started to like him. Mm. And um, obviously, we didn't see each other very often. It was like once a month or whatever. Yeah. Things were fine. You know, I really liked him and I told him and he bought me a phone. So Ooh, then it was easier for it. Yeah. Hello, Jamal. <laughs> Man wasn't playing about, you know. No, no. How, now, how did you explain the phone situation to your dad? I hid it. Nobody knew I had one. Are you sure they didn't know you had one? Because parents sometimes have a good way of keeping quiet and letting you run your game. Well, if they knew, they didn't let they didn't let me know that they knew. Mad. Um, my sisters obviously knew. We we were close. We used to speak about that sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah. And then I think like I am a bit of a love hater. Always have been. I don't like too much romance. What and, a, so, so love hater means you're not a fan of romance? No, I think I just don't like um, all like these words, you know, all these like, oh, can't live without you and all that stuff. <laughs> what, do, do you know why you don't like those kind of things? Um, uh, maybe I wasn't good at expressing myself. Right. I think I think that's what it was, and mm-hmm. I think he needed a lot of that, and um, I just wasn't very good at expressing myself. Like he, I told him that I liked him, and um, and I said, look, if I don't always make you feel like I really like you, is is I do. I just I just don't know. Yeah. It. Okay. Gotcha. And I think he thought by getting me my own phone, mm-hmm. things would change, and I would be a bit more expressive. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And things didn't really change too much. Um, and we were both young. I'm not going to, you know, start writing love stories and stuff. Mm. Um, anyway, things were going fine. And I think we put together for about a year now. So I'm going to fast forward because... In, in all of this, I, I don't actually know the point that you guys became boyfriend and girlfriend. Okay. I, I, when, when did you say to him, yeah, it's cool. You know, you can be my, my guy. Or, or uh, did he not even ask? I don't think there was a day. I don't think there was a day. We just got really close. And then he obviously came to see me. I guess when he came to see me and we... Oh, I can't remember. You oh, what? No, I can't remember. Okay. I can't remember when it, when it was official. I don't think okay. there was a day. Right. Okay. Yeah, I think it just, you know, we started, we were just talking, 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 seeing each other now and again. Mm-hmm. Um... I did tell him I liked him. I don't know. I can't remember how. Yeah, yeah. Maybe a couple of months in. Maybe a couple of months in. Mm-hmm. And I think after he got me my own phone. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So so things were just just fine. Mm-hmm. And then about a year later, I um went to his city and I was staying with my nan. Mm-hmm. And um, I was trying to find a way of going to see him without her being suspicious and it wasn't going very well (laughs) um it wasn't going very well and i bumped into another guy that lived in in her area like near near my nan um in the same sort of street and um his family were also family friends of my nan Right. And, um, yeah, we were just talking, you know, just friends. Um, I mean, I didn't have very much to do because I was trying to go and see my boyfriend, but I couldn't see him. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was like, oh, I'll, we'll make a plan and I'll help you go and see him. So we were trying to come up with a plan and um, I don't think the plan worked. <laughs> yeah, the plan didn't work. Right. I didn't actually get around to seeing him. Um, so me and this guy, we just, you know, 
I've already got a boyfriend. I'm not even, you know, we just, this, me and this guy, we're just friends. We're just talking. Mm-hmm. And then um, I can't remember how long I was at my nan's again, maybe like a week or whatever. Mm-hmm. And um, because they're family friends now, I'm seeing him quite regularly. And at some point we were all like, just um, went to Blockbusters and got a movie. Remember Blockbusters? Wait a, wait a minute. Wait a, wait, wait a minute. So, <laughs> so, so what's happening here is you've gone over to Jamal City. Yeah. Uh, your, your plans to see Jamal are not really working out. No. And then there's family friends along the same road. You guys are yeah. kind of hanging out a little more and you're now starting to grab movies together. No, no but it's not, just, it's not just me and him. Like the whole family was there. We were all watching... We okay. all watched this movie. Um, and he was just like, do you want to come with me? We'll go mm. and pick something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, I can't even remember if I did actually go with him. Mm. But I do remember him saying, you can keep the DVD and just give it back when, when you're finished. Done. Yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, so, so that was that. And then before I left, he made me a CD. He and made me a CD. This, yeah. is, this is your family friend? Yes. In this whole time, you've not been able to see Jamal? No. Mud. No. Because okay. the city's big and I just couldn't find a, a way to go and see him. Yeah, yeah. And um, so he made me a CD, this, mm-hmm. this, other, this other friend. Mm-hmm. And um, was, again, I wasn't expecting it. Mm-hmm. And um, we were taking... Um, he took pictures of me i can't remember i think he had a webcam and we were messing around on the webcam and we took some pictures mm-hmm. he printed those pictures and put it in the cd cd that's cool i'll sort that out farai farai cd yeah so then and then inside the cd was the top-up card for my phone because I didn't have any top up and he was like you can use that to, to speak to your boyfriend because I know you can't communicate with him at the moment yeah and I'm like okay so I took it I went home um and he was like keep in touch and I was like okay um and we did keep in touch we did keep in touch mm-hmm. I told Jamal about all of this um you know I told him oh you know he's he's just their family friend he bought me a top up so that I could speak with you and Jamal's not buying it. Right, Jamal is like, he's not happy me speaking to this other guy. I wouldn't buy it either, even if I was Jamal. Right. Because the thing is, you've come over to my city. Obviously, it's it's a little difficult, you know, getting to see me, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. And then you're telling me that some guy is making you CDs, he's buying no, I, your I top don't know. I don't know if I mentioned the CD. I mean, I think I even asked him to make me one. I think I even asked him to make me a CD. Yeah. I don't think I told Jamal about the CD. I just told him about the top up and, you know, he said that he was going to get it for me so I could speak with you. And so, yeah, he's like, no, yeah, he's not buying it. So did you have the opportunity to tell Jamal about the CD? And by the way, what what was on the CD? Just songs. What kind of songs? Songs. Romantic, lovey-dovey type songs? Or, well, I think or... at that time, R&B was, was the rage anyway. <laughs> It was. It was okay. old school R and B. Um, so you have. So why did you omit that detail? Why didn't you tell that? I, to you told him everything else, but you didn't tell him about the CD and the pictures. Why? I can't remember if I did tell him, and if I didn't tell him, it was most probably because he was just going to be like, "Ah, oh, no, he definitely likes you." Blah blah blah. And I was absolutely um, certain that he didn't like me. I was like, "No, no, you know, just." friends anyway Jamal mm. wasn't happy with me speaking to this guy mm. and I said okay I'll stop speaking to him and I did I stopped speaking to him and mm. I think at some point I sent him a message after I said I'd, I'd stop speaking with him just saying oh you know it's nice to know you you know blah 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 have a nice life mm. but this was now after I told Jamal that I stopped speaking to him now, this came to bite oh, me in the, in the ass. Yeah, yeah. It sounds like it would. Yeah, it really did. And the worst thing is I didn't have bad intentions at all. I didn't fancy this other person at all. Like, it didn't even cross my mind mm. that he would even like me or I could like him. Um, anyway. So, so, so here's a small question. 
Yeah. Uh, let, let's say Jamal expressed to you that he doesn't like this guy, and then you guys decide you're not going to talk to him anymore on a Tuesday. Yeah. yeah. How long after that did you tell your friend that you know have a nice life? Was it a few days later? A few weeks later? Days. Few days. Okay. Yeah. Why wouldn't you have told him that on the very day? Because that would have spared you getting bitten in the ass. Um, I, I just, um, I wanted to keep this other guy as a friend and I was gutted that I couldn't. And I knew that if I, um, now go and tell Jamal, oh, I messaged him again, that's just not going to go down well at all. Hmm. So I did lie. Mm -hmm. I lied. I lied. I told him I'm not going to speak to him again. And I did message him once more. Now, this other guy also had a girlfriend and she was crazy. I... (laughs) And shit just started going down really hard. Now, somehow, she got Jamal's number. I don't even know how. I can't remember how, right? She got Jamal's number, and she starts texting him. Mad. And um, she's now telling him everything, how this guy made me CD, blah, blah, blah. Um, Everything, and how I messaged, and how I spoke to him again after I said I wouldn't speak with him. Ah. just like, you know, we went and got a DVD from Blockbusters, like everything, everything, everything. And it was just, it was bad. So it was really bad. when you say you told Jamal about this guy. Yeah. Like how much detail did you really tell him? Because if, if now he's finding out about, you know, renting out the DVDs and the CDs, it sounds to me like you told Jamal nothing. Apart um, from that, there's a guy who, who, who are family friends with. And is my friend. I think so. It was a long time ago, but I think I didn't tell him everything. Hey, okay. I genuinely can't remember all the details. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I'm thinking, yeah, maybe you're right. Uh, I must have kept stuff to make it look more, mm. um, what's the word? Plutonic. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so anyway... Then he obviously confronts me about all of this and I'm still like, no, I didn't message him. I didn't message him because now I'm panicking Mm. and I'm just making it worse. And he's like, um, he wants to believe me, but he doesn't. Mm -hmm. And this other girl now is calling him all the time, you know, kind of deliberately trying to make things worse. Yeah. And obviously this other guy told his girlfriend about me. I don't know why. Like, I think he was trying to make her jealous, why he would go and, Tell her all this stuff and blah, blah, blah. Or maybe you was being transparent in quotes in the same way that you went and you told Jamal about this guy. You were being transparent in quotes. Um, but then how did she know that I messaged him again? I don't know. Maybe they were together at the time. Who knows? Mm. Yeah, it could be. Um, so I tried to lie and say that I didn't, but I did. And anyway, the truth came out. Let's just, and- talk, let's just talk about that lying a little bit for a sec. Okay. So by this point, you realize that lying in this situation keeps getting you into trouble. Yeah. In in my opinion, um, the the less troublesome thing to do would be to stop lying and tell the truth, yeah. so that you don't dig your grave deeper. So why did yeah. you why did you keep lying? Um. So it was the so the one lie. It was the one lie that I didn't message him again. But I did keep lying about that, yes. And I don't know. I was young and naive. I, I was worried he was going to leave me. Had he um, asked? Had he asked if you had messaged him again? No, but his this other girl told him. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, so the the girlfriend told him. <sighs> um. Anyway, this is where the story kind of changes mm. a little bit. Mm. He now just becomes an absolute monster. Jamal. Like he just, yeah, he just completely changes. And I think in hindsight, what he wanted to do was punish me. But he wasn't leaving me. He, he was still with me, but he wanted to inflict as much um, pain as he could. Pain as, as possible. And he wasn't um, discreet about it. He made it obvious. Um, and he just did this over and over again for months to come. Um, and obviously by now I'm not speaking to this other guy anymore and I'm not telling anybody about what's happening. Um, I wasn't telling my friends. I wasn't telling my sister. How was he punishing you? 
just calling me, saying nasty things, um, just saying really horrible stuff all the time. And he would like make me cry and he'd be like, oh, I love making you cry. The sound of you crying makes me so happy. You're joking. Um, and then he was like, oh, you're a white bitch. Um, hey. And just, and I don't even know where that came from because he's never used any derogatory terms in relation to white people before that. And it's because I lived in a white town. So he was trying to find ways of insulting me. Um, I was like, oh, you're a white bitch. You're this and that. Um, and then another day he called me and he would like, he was telling me why he wanted to, um, sleep with like all like girls from all different like races. Like, I want to screw this type of girl because of that. And I want to sleep with this type of girl because of that. And I want to sleep with this type of girl because of that. And he was just like, I'm just like, you know, I don't even know why I would stay on the phone, but I would stay on the phone. I would have to let him say all this stuff um and just take it did you think maybe you you stayed on the phone because you 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 felt guilty about what had happened and at the back of your mind you might have been telling yourself i deserve this maybe because i put up with it for so long yeah because the reason why i asked that is that there's uh there's a five-part series that came out um at the tail end of december 2021 yeah and what my guest there says was you know she once did something that she felt really bad for mm. and and that guilt made her feel that it was okay to receive any abuse that he hurled at her because she felt she deserved it you know yeah, hen- you know you know hence me asking that that question because when i listen to how it's happening this guy is not happy that he's found out you've lied um, yeah. and you've in quotes made him the fool and now he yeah. wants to inflict as much pain as he can on you and you're just taking it and feeling yeah i deserve this i deserve this i deserve this Probably. Yikes. Probably. So what was that so what was that doing to you emotionally then? I was just a mess. I was such a mess. I was losing weight. All my clothes was hanging off me. Wasn't eating. Um and just waiting for the dreaded call because he would still call me every day. Um and then uh he would just like it was and he would still call me for like booty calls and I'm like, you know, why is he doing this to me? You know, we in in a stage now where we like together but we're not together. Um and he'd be like and I'm like, you know, why I remember this one conversation where I, I think we we got to a stage where he was I think he was trying to make me break up with him. Mm. And then I think at one point we kind of I might have said the I can't remember like where the breakup happened or if yeah. it happened or whether it was just an understanding that we weren't really good anymore. Yeah. Um, but even after that, he would still call me and try and say dirty things. And I'd be like, you know, and I'd just start crying. I'm like, why are you saying this stuff to me when we're not even really together? And he'd be like, oh, you're still my number one girl. Um, just crazy. Just, just totally crazy. Um, At this point, could you recognize that he was abusing you emotionally. I knew he was being horrible to me. Yeah. Um, but I guess, I don't know. But, but I yeah. guess you couldn't really interpret that this was really actually emotional abuse. Because because let's let, let's let's think about it. He he knows that if he phones and he hurls insults, it would hurt you, and you would stick mm. around and take that hurt. Yeah, and for that kind of person, they would be getting a kick out of it because you just mentioned you yeah. say I love hearing you cry. For yeah. for all I know, that dark stuff would even turn him on. Who knows? Be- because he because you, you say he would still you know hook up with you for booty calls etc. Blah 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 blah. Yeah. This guy is creeping me out now. You know. Well, I think it just um, made him feel like the power's in his hands now. Because I think throughout the relationship, it was, it was always like, you know, he's the one that liked me. He's the one that made the first move. He's the one that's, he probably felt that he always liked me more than I liked him. I don't know. Yeah. And now all of a sudden, like, the tables have turned and I'm begging him to stay with me or whatever. Um. So anyway, at some point, he's now still talking to um this other girl. Mm. And... The other guy can't control her. So the other guy whose girlfriend she is, mm. he can't control her. She's like calling Jamal all the time. Um, and now they're talking regularly at this point. Mm-mm. And um, 
I called her one time and I was like, you know, can you just please stop calling him? Where did you get and her then, number from? Um, I think she called me, in fact. I... Yeah, I think she called me. And she probably got point. and she probably got your number from, from your friend from down the road, isn't it? Uh, no, I can't even remember the, mm. the um, time of events. Yeah, mm-hmm. but something like that. Um, and I was just like, you know, can you, and, and this was like quite early on. I was like, can you just please stop calling him? Um, and she's like, oh, you know, you're the one that was speaking to my boyfriend. The only people that have got hurt in this process is me and Jamal, blah, blah, blah. I'm not going to stop talking to him. And she was just crazy. She would keep calling him, keep filling his head with like, obviously more reasons for him to think that maybe the other guy did like me or hey. maybe I did like him back. I, and I didn't. I said to him, you know, always I didn't like him. Yeah. And I wouldn't anyway. I was already in a relationship. I would. I can't even think of that mm. anyway. Um, so and then at some point he sent a topless picture to this other girl. And I found out. And when I found out, I just... I flipped. I just thought, I'm not dealing with this anymore. Like all the calling me and abusing me and trying to put me down. Like for some reason, him sending the picture to her just pissed me off yeah. way more than everything else. Yeah. How did and you find I, out that uh, he sent a topless picture to her? I can't remember if now, I think at this stage, me and the other guy are having to speak now and again because of what's happening. Of course, yeah. And we're trying to stop the situation. And I think he told me okay you know and obviously this is his girlfriend and, and yeah she's now she's the one calling jamal all the time Mm-mm. so she's calling him now even though she's his girlfriend um and then she's like saying stuff to jamal on on like online because they're talking online um oh you know my boyfriend's got a six-pack i bet you haven't and like all this stuff and then jamal sends a topless picture to her hey and i find out and i message him and i was just like you can go and fuck yourself i don't need you anymore i just Mm. by that point i just had enough i got so angry Mm. and i thought if this guy never calls me again i don't care and i don't know why it just changed just like that but it did um and he started calling me with private number straight away because I think he realized, oh, she's not going to take my shit anymore. I don't know. Yeah. So he starts ringing me, ringing me. Um, and then eventually I pick up and he's like trying to say, oh, you know, this other guy, we won't mention him. Oh, you think he's on your side now? Blah, blah, blah. I think well, it doesn't matter whose side he's on. You're the one that sent the topless picture to his girlfriend. Yeah. Um, and then he's like, oh, yeah, she was saying like, um, basically like, goading me to send it saying oh my boyfriend's got this body and that body i bet you have this it doesn't matter oh, it's yeah. obvious just trying to get you to send the picture yeah don't try and act um he bit you know yeah. he bit he fell for it yeah don't and don't try and act like you didn't know what she was trying to do um so from there on it was like he was trying to get back with me and he mm. just changed again, Tendai. This is what I don't understand about this guy. He went from being such a nice, genuine guy to being a complete monster. And now he just changes again I, overnight. I think it's because he knew he was losing control. And to regain it, he needed to flip. Yeah. And get you back to that space where you were vulnerable. And back to that space where you would, where we were wrapped around his finger. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I think he just... He changed and he started to become nice again. Just mm. the same genuine nice person that I knew to begin with. Mm-hmm. Um, and now I'm like, you know, I don't even know. I, I can't get back with him. Um, but then, you know, we carried on talking and we were now talking for months again where he's still this nice person that, 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 that he was to begin with. And I get back with him. Why did you get back with him? Because I think I just thought I need to know if I can, I don't know, I, th- I, I thought like, I don't know, I still liked him. Hmm. Okay. And I thought if I don't get back with him, I'll never know if this could have worked. And we got back together and I couldn't, um, it just wasn't the same for me. And he's now like crying and... Um, wanting forgiveness and all of that stuff. And we met up as well after that. Mm-hmm. And he cried when we met up and he was just like, you know, trying to explain why he behaved the way he did, blah, blah, blah. 
Um, and we were together again for, for, I don't know how long. And then at some point I just said to him, this isn't working for me. And then he's now saying, you know, I've apologized, blah, blah, blah. I said, I know you've apologized, but I can't go over the things that you've said and done. Mm. Do you and know, then, do you know, you're really blessed to have got to a point where you snapped because that's where you took control back. Yeah. Before any of that, he had so much, so much, so much control. You're willing to bend over backwards to do anything for him. Yeah. And I don't know how these dynamics work, but it just feels to me like the moment you're able to take the reins back, you now had it within you to say, nah, I don't need to take any of this bullshit anymore. Yeah. And you're just never able to look past that and beyond that. No. And I mean, once we, um, I think once I made it clear to him that I couldn't do this anymore, mm. um, he like wrote a letter, he wrote a letter to, or an email. So he uses, so MSN was like a big thing back then. Yeah, yeah, and he used yeah, to speak yeah. to one of my friends, one of my close friends, and he sent her an email and he was like, you know, I read it and I did feel awful at the time. Um, it was kind of like our breakup email. And, um, he, you know, he deleted my number from his phone. He went into my email and deleted all the emails he ever sent me. And that was it. We just stopped talking just like that. Jeez. And we never spoke to each other again. Do you know what the really good thing is? He didn't turn back monster mode. Well, he wouldn't have been able to at that stage because I wouldn't have stayed anyway. Yeah. And, and I think that's what it was for him. He realized that he has totally lost control here. Yeah. Of you. And for him, it had to be um, a different conquest, a different person who he could have around his finger. The reason I find this like a weird story, because at the beginning, like he was even too committed. Like at one point he was like, no, I, I've deleted all the girls' numbers I've ever had from my phone. Did he really? I, yeah. And I was like, well, I think he wanted me to do the same. He wanted to feel like, you know, to, to him it's like, you're my girl. I don't need to speak to anybody else. Yeah. And he wanted to feel the same way, but I never said that I was going to do the same. I had no intention of never speaking to any other guy apart from him. Yeah, he was yeah. still young mm. and I had male friends. Mm -hmm. um, so it went from like him being totally committed, just being a nice, genuine guy. But then when he found out that I lied, something just Snapped. changed. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then that was it. Yeah, we never um, spoke to each other for ages, for years even. Do you know where he is um, now? Um, I know where he is, yeah. Mm. Has, he, has he tried to make contact? Have you tried to make contact? No, because we did actually um, see each other, like maybe a couple of years later. Yeah, yeah. And it was the most weirdest thing. And within that time, when other guys tried to get with me, I just, I couldn't, I wouldn't get with anybody. Yeah, because you're probably suffering from from some trauma. Yeah, and I still felt guilty. I still felt like everything that happened was my fault. Um, Let's talk about yeah. now. Does it? Do you still feel like it was your fault when when you no when you're in the air? No, I it took just, me a while. I, I was just gonna say there was really nothing, nothing, nothing that would have justified him doing the things that he did. That was his mm. problem. Yeah. And there's this <clears throat> there's this book I spoke about on uh, on the previous episode which really just encourages people not to take anything personally. It's incredibly difficult not to take anything personally because anything that's, that's a, you know, an attack <laughs> on, your, on your being, it's near impossible not to take it personally. But, okay. what, but what the same book also does is if you can't take it personally, do your absolute best to try, at least try. So, right. you know, it's, it feels good. And, and it, just listening to this, it is really, really nice for you to be in the position that you are in and i'm just playing back your lesson which says it's really important to have a support network when you're going through stuff you know it doesn't sound like you spoke to anybody about what was happening with jamal no i didn't and it was no. eating at you so badly because i would like to imagine if you had spoken to somebody somebody would have been like hey you don't need to take that phone call because you know exactly what he's going to say to you yeah and that same person may have said you being on the phone and seeing how it was making you feel just hang up yeah. You know, they could have helped you avoid that downward spiral, could have helped you feel less guilty about, about you know, having lied, uh, could have encouraged you to 
firm up and stand your ground a lot sooner. Yeah. But again, it's such an incredibly important lesson. And I hope those who are listening to this episode are really taking that in, that support networks do more than we imagine them to do. It's all in the word, support network. Mm. You know, think, think of you having like a knee injury and you can't walk because you don't have crutches. The moment you get crutches, it becomes a lot easier to be mobile, yeah. right? Because that's a support system for your legs. Yeah. And we all kind of need that same support system from people that care about us the most. Yeah. So mm. there's another part to the story really mm. quick. Mm-hmm. Me and the guy, we started talking again. <laughs> Me and the guy started talking again at some point, ages after. Okay. And then we got together. Shut up. Yeah. Why? We were both on the rebound. I was on a rebound. He was on a rebound. And? And, and, and how long? Yeah, we, how long did you guys reunion last? Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh? <laughs> I don't know why that's funny. <laughs> But how long did that reunion last? We got married. Oh, what? <laughs> oh, my. Oh, jeez. Right. <laughs> I have never in my life in the history of this episode been left speechless. And we're still married. <laughs> still married. I am absolutely speechless. Why? Why? I did we not. We were both going. We were both I, I, going I through did... something really traumatic. We weren't. Neither of us were speaking to anybody about it after we stopped speaking to each other, and we didn't start speaking till a while later. And we only started speaking as friends. And it took time for us to get to that stage where we were now liking each other. I don't know what to say. Eggs, eggs, eggs. Okay. And you've been married how long now? Ten years. Okay. Nine years. On honestly, I have to be honest with you. I genuinely don't know what to say. Oh, 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 no, no, no. Let me, let me, let me look at this on the more positive side. Okay. Okay. You, you, you went through that tumultuous time. You went through that really difficult patch. Yeah. You had an opportunity to evaluate who you are as a person, got yeah. and realized who you are, stood your ground, and then at some point felt knowing what you know about you and what you're capable of, and knowing what you know about him and what he's capable of. Yeah. The better thing was for you to be with him. And you've been with him for 10 years now. Yeah. So I guess we should add a very important lesson to this whole equation, which we didn't at the beginning. Right. Right. And that's that people can change and they deserve a chance. Right. Does, does that sound about right? Because. Yeah. yeah because I don't think if. If he didn't change and if he didn't deserve a chance, you'd have been married. Or if you were, you'd have been married for so long. You, you surely did a, uh, the best way I can say, cost-benefit analysis. Okay, so the cost to my emotions is this, but the yeah. benefit of being with him is this. Yeah. And you've been with him for so long. So I am convinced lesson number two really should be people can change and they deserve a chance. Well, yeah, I, I, I guess so. So hold on, hold on. Um... I don't know if you've got my story right. Are you married to Jamal or you're married to the guy down the road? The guy down the road. Lord of my... Can you stop with these plot twists? <laughs> ay, 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 ay. <laughs> Hey. I'm just thinking, Jamal didn't deserve a second chance. Hey. <laughs> well, I did give him a second chance, didn't I? I did give Jamal a second chance. You see, you see, there, there, there's a hole somewhere in your story. You left out the um, the angle that you know you kept in touch with the with the guy from down the road from your nan's but, house. But I didn't keep in touch with him. We did stop speaking. 
Oh, we yeah. genuinely did stop speaking. I only we only got back in touch after I broke up with Jamal and he broke up with his girlfriend well, for a long time. Oh, hey, my goodness. Do you know what the funniest thing is? Yeah? Come on. I never imagined I would have been on the roller coaster that you took me on. And I'm sure everybody <laughs> listening to this damn episode is saying the same shit. Right? <laughs> <laughs> So uh, remove lesson number two, right? Yes. De- delete that. It does delete not that. relate. It does not apply. No, no, <laughs> right? no it doesn't. Uh, I might just put number two and say, be wary of the boy or the girl next door. <laughs> <laughs> That's my lesson number two. <laughs> oh, it was, it was very, well, this is the thing. This uh, other guy. Yeah. This other guy. Um, even after we got in touch and mm. we were talking mm-hmm. um, and he wanted to go out with me, I couldn't go yeah. out with him yeah, because I just felt so bad. And it went on for ages. Yeah. 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 And he, and so, yeah, he literally had to ask me out so many times before I even said yes. Well, they do say when a man knows what he wants, he stops at nothing. And you know, that's where expressions like, don't give up on the thing you can't go a day without thinking about. Right. And you are possibly that one thing. And he just couldn't stop. I guess. I guess you, you, you both dodged bullets because his, his girlfriend at the time was, was ballistic. She was oh, crazy. She was and, and, and Jamal, on the, on the other hand, you know, a, a, a topless picture dishing man was, <laughs> was, was equally ballistic. And this guy, you know, was more family-oriented. He's busy taking you to go and get DVD and, and he's, he's, he's romantic, like doing CDs and stuff. Please, <laughs> please, please tell me you still have that CD. Please, no. please. Ah, no, this would have been the perfect love anymore. stories, man. <laughs> I do remember one song on that DVD, though. I mean, CD. <laughs> okay. I think about it now and I'm like, oh, God, what, 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 song, song? what song was it? <laughs> oh, I'm not going to. I'll tell you after the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Farah, you have absolutely made my day. Thank you so oh, much. No, thank you. <laughs> For those who've been listening to this episode of The Feeling Station, one lesson came out, which was it's really important to have a support network when you're going through things. And then I added my own to say, be wary of the boy or the girl next door because you never know what could happen. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. You've been listening to another episode of The Feeling Station. I'm your host, Tinto, and I will catch you in next week's episode. Peace. Taxis on Daru Raini and Jackie's Tell me what you feeling Now that it's over Taxis on Daru Raini and Jackie's Let me talk about my feelings Let me talk about my feelings Yeah Uru doi moto Uru noto kujitiru amai Kujitiru amai Love is a fire Uru doi moto Uru noto kujitiru amai